Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. This is the podcast about anthology shows, uh, but only uh, from the 80s and from the 90s. Man, sometimes from the early 2000s. Yes, please make sure. What's the latest uh, we've gone in, like, into the 2000s thing? I'd say 03. 03. Yeah, and yeah. that's with the, uh, the, the newest Twilight Zone, which we did yeah. just the other week. That makes me feel so old. Why? I, I had my license for like a year at that point. Oh, man, yeah. That's why uh, I had just graduated high school. It makes you feel even older. Yeah, right? Uh, That's so nuts to think, like, it's about almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm an old piece of shit. Cheese and rice. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we uh, we are the Short and Sweet Podcast. We, uh, if you would ever like to reach out to us. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you guys are shorties or spookies or fans of the show in general, please... Uh, uh, shout out to us. Give us a, a email or something like that. You can hit us up at short and spooky on Twitter, or you can hit us up on Gmail at short spooky at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So today we are recording on a Saturday, which is our new kind of dedicated record day, just because of um, because Sunday's the Lord's Day. Sunday's <laughs> the Lord's Day. Yeah. We so don't, we don't we don't work on there. I don't know. We're um, like Amish people. But uh, yeah, it is sweltering hot in here. Woo! I I tried to cool it down before you got here, as best as I could. You, it's, it's I, much I, I see. I I was born in the heat. Oh yeah. You just merely adapted to it. Yeah, I'm a. You get uh, that reference? What's it from? It's Batman. Bane. Uh, oh, how could I have forgot my favorite character from Batman, Bane? But uh, anyway, um, I kind of want to get into it. All right, well, let's because get I have into a lot it. of notes for today. I'm happy to hear that. And this was, the, I think, the first Freddy's that you've picked out. That can't be right. Yeah. No. Freddy's always been my thing. No, it hasn't. Though I remember specifically I've picked out multiple ones. Mm. I remember there's one I picked out. I was like, oh, this one has doesn't have any score or it doesn't have any information from it. And oh. I was like, it could be the highest scored one. Yeah. And there's a couple others that I picked, too. I know for uh, a fact. Well, I started it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when people comment on like a thing like, first, first, had to get in there before anyone else. Uh, but yeah, we're doing an episode of Freddy's Nightmares uh, called Killer Instinct. Uh, season one, episode three. That's correct. And so uh, this is like that, it's kind of the format where they had, um, I think they kind of strayed away from it as it went on, where it's one character is kind of the main person for the other one, and then kind of either like the... It shifts narrative. It shifts narrative to like the secondary character, or like the uh, character that was involved in the demise of the first person. Yeah, I. it's... it's Sometimes hard to track, especially on a hot day where my brain doesn't feel like it's working. Properly. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I go grab a bag of peas from the uh, the studio uh, freezer if we have one. Studio so, peas. Studio peas. Studio pea. Uh, anyway, so we get the whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, drinking lean rules. That's right. Um, there's a fair amount of them that I, I want you to list yours off first, though. Well, you got to do every time someone says bullet missile rocket. Yes, of course. You got to. Uh huh. Um, there's a standing Freddy rule, but I don't even know if it applies this week. Every time there's a fake wake up, because I don't think there's one. There, uh, hmm? there's like hallucinations or like they're seeing things in their head is what you said. Yeah, but there's isn't no there, fake there, wake up. No, there is one, I think. For those listening, I'm sure you heard the bird, so feel free <laughs> to take a Do you want me to close it? No, I don't. Want me to put the fan on? No, let's just get these drinking game rules going. Okay. Um, drink water, actually, today. 
Uh, check. Do you, would you want to grab some water and some ice? Yeah, we'll take care of that in just a minute. Okay. Uh, drinking game rules. Um, every time there's a race. Oh, my God. Yeah, every time you see somebody running, go for it. Yeah, uh, and the other one was... Um, Every, well, this one's tough. Every time you see the necklace being dangled by yes, someone. Yes, yes, like the amulet. The, the amulet, yes. That's good for me, man. Uh, yeah, I think that's enough. I was just trying to think the other one, um, if we make a Simpsons reference at all. Oh, that's for us, uh, yeah. I, I also wrote down every time that there's a, a gun fired. Okay. But, uh, yeah, let's get into it because I, like I said, I have so many notes and questions. Let's go and get it all. Out. At uh, a track field, which looks like the one, like the set from Greece. I don't know if you've seen Greece that much. But... I have seen Greece once. Okay, you know, like how they, the, the whole, there's a whole track scene where he's trying to show off for sure. I don't know, name's Chachi or something <laughs> like that. Um, uh-huh. but uh, it it immediately starts out when you see this a rivalry, kind of a one sided rivalry with um between Nikki and Chris. Yeah, and Nikki both the. Well, they're kind of uh, androgynous names. They're they're both girls. Yeah, uh, Nikki is Lori Petty. Also, that's a babe. Yeah, she's a babe. She's a tank girl. Yeah. Uh, wait. Yeah, she is. She's in Tank Girl, and then she's in A League of Her Own. That's probably her two biggest roles, right? Yeah, I think she was in the new RoboCop, or maybe the old RoboCop. Really? I think so. Oh man. Um, but I, I so she's taunting Chris. Yes. Who? What do you think? I don't want to sound like judgy or anything. Chris looked like like a cross between Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> and um, uh huh. What's her name from Sounds of the Lambs? Jodie Foster. Yeah. Okay. Like a sickly version of one of them. She looked. Sick. She looked sallow. She looked kind of yellowish. It, it like I just didn't understand. I'm like I know runners are thin, but like, but frail. Yeah. Every time she was in a running outfit with the little headband on, I was like. Oh, I just felt bad. <laughs> Why? Why did you feel bad? She looked like she was like an like anemic or something like that. Oh, so you were worried for her well being? Yeah, <laughs> mentally and physically. Um, but anyway, it starts. Did you notice that like when she's like taunting her, like she's actually further ahead. The uh, Nikki's further ahead than Crit. The movie's just the can't. The yeah. Angle. So even though she's winning, she's rubbing it in her face. Yeah, totally. Um, and well, there's some bouncing tits in that part, dude. Every there time are. she runs. Yeah. So, uh, Nikki, the antagonist, uh, she's racing because she's got a love for the game. Whereas Chris is only racing because her mom yeah. was, was an athlete. Yeah. She's like the, yeah. Like her, her mom was a, like a U.S. Olympian. Does it actually say U.S. Olympian or does it say, cause I see the, this, cu- the this, cutout, this the newspaper been... cutout just says local woman one, wins 100 meter dash. But okay. So I was confused about this too. I didn't know if it was like, wait, is this the high school? Because of course, if a local person wins the dash, uh-huh. was this the Olympics? Because that, that during one of the hallucinations, you see um, the 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 rest, mom, the the they're wearing USA uh-huh. gear, and I'm like, okay, if they're so I couldn't tell at first if they were in high school or if they were in college <laughs> they're, they're or if definitely. they're training for the Olympics because it's like this is so extremely competitive. You guys are on the same team. Yeah. Well, they're, they seem to be the only people racing, period. Nobody else is on the field, and there's only two people, so it's like a one-on-one. Yeah, it, in, in, in track and field, when it's like those sprints, like usually there's like two people on each team from a school that are doing it. It's not just one person all the time. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, so this is where we get into like the real. We start unpeeling uh, this character basically, like of Chris, of Chris. Yes. And so she's running, and she starts like having these like visions Thoughts. and visions of of um, her mama. Yeah, uh, and she she feels this guilt. And she keeps looking over her shoulder, even though she's clearly winning, and she ends up losing, and she's all bummed out about this. So we got her talking to the coach in the locker room. Oh, and we, we almost see uh, some titties. Yeah, the locker room scene's great. And it is, that's what I just was like, wow, what are, <laughs> what are, what are, what are we getting into here? What a wonderful so, world. The coach is definitely uh, into women. <laughs> <laughs> walks right up to... Well, okay, okay, wait, wait. So she's... she's I guess a coach for a U.S. Olympic team. Who's Wait, no, now- no, 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 no. I think this is a high school. It's got to be. No, it is a high school. But I thought because she's like, well, I trained with your mom. And That's to- what it, it was so confusing about it. Okay, I, and I, I guarantee there's not a synopsis on <laughs> online that to, to explain it. Absolutely not. This is our job. This is for us to suss out and figure. Um, yeah. So we almost see tits, and the coach walks up to Chris when she has uh, no top, but she's got a towel. You know, conveniently. she's got a yeah. It's around her shoulder, so you can see the. Her the, the middle the core not that there is anything you can see your belly button yeah it's mm. kind of hot I like that yeah not as hot as this room yeah not as hot as this room uh you like the the lint in the belly button is that your thing <laughs> it's my definitely my thing why does that happen because you got hair on your belly that's like catching on it and pulling it in there you don't know that uh anyway uh so this is a high school track and field coach. Uh-huh. In the locker room, standing next to a topless, underage woman. Sure. And this is when... Uh, this is when you got excited. This, oh God, good Lord, neither of these women. Did <laughs> uh, and then we get a lot of exposition in this this part. Yes. This is where we get, uh, you know, you can't compete... What's it say? You can't compete with a ghost. Yeah. Maybe if you're, and and also, like, she doesn't want it bad enough. So no. even though it seems like she really, really wants to win, it's because she wants to win it for her mom, not for herself. Yeah, and then the coach actually kind of takes a dig at her. Even worse is like, um, you know, you, you may have been uh, your mom's daughter, but she was my friend. Yeah, like and that I, one like, trained, ups it. Yeah, I, w- I was there for prom and this and training and the you know all this. So I'm like, did you say like, your friendship is better than the bond between a mother and a daughter. Yeah. Well, she obviously had a crush on her dead mom. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> that they definitely had like, they had a couple of wild like college yeah. nights. And that's why she holds it against the daughter is because like she probably like the other girl, the mom probably like was like, oh maybe I like guys. <laughs> got knocked up. This is why the uh, PE coach has uh, the amulet. That's why she got it from the mom. It was a gift. And why wait that long? <laughs> okay. By the way, I almost didn't give it to you. All right, all right. So hold that. We'll get to that. Um, so I want to talk. Well, she says you can't inherit guts. You're no. off the team. Yeah. So, so she yeah, she gets shit canned off the team. Chris yeah. is no longer. Yeah, because she's not a winner. So this is. I love this. There's a long establishing shot of the hallways uh, that starts beginning. It's like has some rock and synth music, oh, some with- fake guitar. Real quick, we have our uh, Freddy. Oh yeah, our first Freddy bit. He has uh, he rips open some cloth and says something about Ripper and Killer Instinct. Win win for the Ripper. You need Killer Instinct. He doesn't call himself the Ripper though. I've never heard that. Is it Jack the Ripper? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, is this gonna be? I didn't understand it. <laughs> As usual, Freddy's completely off. Mrs. Mark. Uh yeah. So your hallway shot, great shot. 
It's a it's a long continuous shot and it has a couple really fun things in it. I was gonna oh that's gonna be one of my drinking game rules, but it's only for that scene. Is every time someone drops something, <sighs> okay? Is that like what? Uh, that's like a, such a high school cliche. Yeah. So someone drops a, a bunch of papers and picks it up. Um, there's a kid on crutches, which I liked. Um, there's a person who's walking down the halls wearing slippers, like bedroom slippers. A kid drops some more papers, and then a kid drops some nunchucks. And I don't know if you caught this, but Freddie walks by and drops a hat. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so so someone walks by, drops a Freddy Krueger hat, and when they go down to pick it up, they're wearing the sweater. So it's like Freddy is in high school. Or this guy was like a... Biting off his style. This guy was like edgy, like, you know, like, like this is like pre-goth, you know, like... I found these clothes in the boiler room. Or just like, I actually like Freddy. <laughs> he kills all the jocks. He kills everybody, non-discriminately. And actually, there's a scene later on... Uh, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but yeah, uh... Lori Petty is now talking to the coach. Oh, the- wait. One thing that drove me nuts was uh, when, uh, was it, David walks up to the locker. Yeah, David is He turns Chris's it once boyfriend. and just opens it. It's not locked. Well, that, I thought that at first. But I remember in high school, when I had like a, a locker, well, after I left, I would do the first two turns and then go home, and the next day, all you do is turn it once and then open the locker. Because <laughs> I was that stoned. Whoa, cool, man. Because I was like, I'm taking care of my stone self the next day. Good looking. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, so David is Chris's boyfriend, uh, and it's also who uh They have Nikki, almost the same haircut. Well, Nikki has a thing for him, too, oh, and yeah. she's completely shamelessly throwing herself at him. And David made the wrong choice. You think so? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was a total babe. Nikki, I mean, did you see those glutes? They're both, oh, God. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in this whole episode. I'm so horns. Oh, God. Um, okay, so we got Chris. Chris is talking to the coach, and this is when the coach is like, here, this is a magical amulet that your mom gave me before she died. But you missed the one uh, scene, though. What is it? When... Um, when so when Chris comes up to to David, he, she's like he's like hey how are you and you know she like hugs him and he, she makes a face being like oh I have to tell him about how I'm off the team, and then it cuts to like them in a car them in in the car like hours later doing like the classic stupid thing in the movie where like they, they they like hey how are you six hours later oh I'm fine how are you <laughs> oh everything something's wrong thanks for responding to me six hours later yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, we cut to the, you know, she, she gets to the coach and the coach is finally like, you want to be a winner now. Now I'll give you a, some, a magic totem that would have solved all your problems before. And she explains the rules too. So all the rules are up front. So basically you look at this clear amulet and you envision the future. She, yeah. So whatever you envision, that's what well, Yeah, she was like, pass. your mom used to look at it. Every time before a race, and she'd win every single time. Yeah. Her mom was a fraud. And also, she only used it for winning races. She didn't use it for anything else. Well, she clearly didn't use it for staying alive. <laughs> a sick burn. Yeah. Very nice. Hi, moms. Hey, we, lo- <laughs> we love moms. We do love moms, but not dumb ones. Nope. Sorry, mom. That <laughs> um, no, was not me. So, uh... We got Chris. She gives it a try. She's like, all right, I'm going to stare the hell out of this amulet. And then she tries uh, 
doing it and it works and she runs hella fast, she beats Nikki. Mm-hmm. Well, because Nikki has a great score, you know? Uh-huh. Is this the scene where where we meet the we meet Jay? Jay is Nikki's boyfriend. Yeah, and they have this amazing scene where this is right yeah, this is right before um before the scene that you're talking about the, the, the race win, like uh Nikki goes over and was like seductively ties her shoelace. But to to no no to um to uh what's his name? To David. She ties his shoelace. And like runs his her, her hand, hand up, up his like, calf. Yeah. And then Jay comes out, Jay's like, Did I miss anything? <laughs> like almost hopeful. Like, <laughs> like he's like trying to get him in on the mix. Yeah. And then they have this great interaction where he's like, Man, check out those glutes. Uh, I've got I've such got such a case of the horns right now. Yeah. He's like, man, too bad I can't bang, you know, before the big final. No, and, yeah, he's and, actually holding back. Yeah, and and David's like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> you you're fucking really jump. And he looks at the way he looks at David. He's like, oh, man. he's like, not only does my girlfriend want to bang you, but you're also still getting to bang your girlfriend. <laughs> he's getting clowned. Yeah, he's he's a cuck. He's a beta. He is a cuck. Actually, no, we both jumped forward. We've been jumping all over the place, probably because we're not thinking straight due to the heat wave. Yeah. But you're going to start looking like a, like a cartoon. You're going to look like a hot dog or something like that. I feel like a hot dog. Bursting at the seams. Uh, covered in chili. Uh, okay, so one of my favorite scenes in this whole episode is one that we kind of brushed over, and it's the big, disgusting cook. Yeah, this guy. Is there cafeteria, <laughs> Chef? Yeah. He, he works in there. I've never, ever... Seen anyone so blatantly <laughs> sexist. And- sexist, and also, I've never been to... I mean, I've only been to... You know, I don't go to high schools a lot, but... <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah. No, but I've never seen, um, like, a deli... Like, a, a meat slicer. Like, a deli slicer in a cafeteria at a school. So... Maybe I, I went to smaller schools, but... I used to work in a deli. Yeah. And I used to use those slicers all the time. I, we worked in uh, different departments, but... Well, sort of the same department, but... We used to both work at Whole Foods together, but we've talked about that. We have. Uh, okay. So, Chef Dude is shaving head cheese, and he's doing it without using the bracer, and the whole time you're watching it, you're watching this dude about to slice his fingers off. You know and it's going to happen. You know it's coming, but he slices like 10 times before anything happens. It's like it lulls his you His reaction until- is so slow. Also, you know, because I, for my various kitchen jobs and stuff like that... Um, he cuts off like three inches of his fingers, like. But you, only you, you three can of only them. like when you like on, on on for those of you who've never are not familiar with uh, like meat slicers like that, they don't go up to that large as far as the cut goes. No, you, don't, you typically don't need to cut a piece of meat into a three inch width. Also, this really irritated me is right before he cuts his. Uh, she wishes that like she wishes ill will on him by looking at the amulet. Yeah, um, he he is. Slicing the meat directly onto a piece of bread. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's not how you make a sandwich. Not only that irritating me, but from prior, you know, from experience, that part of the machine is covered with like all like the spackled bits of the meat. You know, it's like you, you remember cleaning those at the end. Of the day? I do, I do. I can see why you're so frazzled still, about it. Still made me a little hungry though. <laughs> I don't. Uh, what is head cheese? Uh. I should know what that is. I think I feel like I should too. Get on the fucking Google and find out what that is. Okay. Oh, I just deleted something. All right. Yeah. No. Uh. But but yeah. So 
And his reaction, like I said, is so slow. Like he like he's like still smiling, happy with his misogynistic ways, and all of a sudden he's like, "No!" It, <sighs> she screams before he does. Yeah, like she gets a bunch of blood in the face, and then she starts screaming, and then finally he does. He's holding what three of his fingers are missing, but his middle finger's still fine. Yeah. I, well, I mean, like apparently fingers uh, one and two have no feeling in them, <laughs> and then finally three, he's like. Uh, oh, that hurts. Okay, so head cheese is, or brawn, is a cold cut that originated in Europe. A version pickled with vinegar is known as souse. Head cheese is not a dairy cheese, but a trine or meat jelly often made of the flesh from the head of a calf or pig, or less commonly, a sheep or a cow, often set in aspic. Ugh, it that's looks fucking disgusting. Gnarly. My mom used to, my mom eats tomato aspic every Thanksgiving. It's like an old, like, hey, mom. 50s or 60s dish or something like that. It was like gelatin. It's like a savory gelatin. Let me, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, and let me, a head cheese so sounds like it's just head meat. Let's take a little picture. Oh, Jesus Christ. It looks like a Salisbury steak, like, in... It looks like when you, uh, you have... Cat food. It looks gross. It looks like cat food or, like, if you, like, you know, if you, like, didn't scrape your plates out and you rinse them in the sink and you pull a little thing out, the little catcher... If you just put that inside of <laughs> gelatin, basically. So, yeah, sink mop shit. This one doesn't look so bad. Though. This is great content for people. That doesn't look as bad. That looks horrible. What are you talking about? It looks better than the one before. It looks like a fleshy pancake. I mean, that... this is the type of way I like to see my boobs. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what's crazy is you'd think after watching this big gross cook dude like cut his fingers off that you like did oh wake up she was just daydreaming but that shit really happened yeah no this is the first episode that we've watched this where there's only a couple of the like fakies well uh, well fakie freddies well this is also the only episode where they introduce a magical element yeah so what's the point of needing a fake wake up if you can you know manipulate reality and make whatever you want to happen happen what would you do if you had that thing, what would be like the the one thing you'd do? If I had unlimited, like you, power? no, no, no. If you had like, if you had that thing, but you could only use it once, the amulet. Yeah. So does it does that apply to your? Well, because it obviously applies to yourself because she uses it to be a faster runner. He, well, she sees herself winning. Right. So you. So to, wait, you wait. To, you if, to, so if she uses it once, does that mean she'll always win, or does she have to imagine each race every time? I think it's look every time because remember she the the um, Daiki coach was like. Why would the coach get rid of this too? Yeah, why didn't she have it? That's <laughs> why like, she was like. That's why she's like, don't tell the parents about home walking around the, the locker room with all these naked girls. You know who the coach would be? That's her. That was her wish: is being in the locker room. Yeah, the coach would be played really well by um, what's her name from? She's in all uh, the Judd Apatow movies. Oh yeah, she's in Forty Year Old Virgin. No, I know who you're talking Jane, about. Jane, whatever. <laughs> I want to say James. She's Seymour. hysterical. Yeah, she would be such a good coach. Like, if this, if they made this a little more like intentionally funny, as opposed to what it accidentally I'm, funny, yeah. which is what they all are. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so what, what, what do you think off the top of your head? You, you don't have to lock it in, but you can. Put I the mean, key I would on. probably do the same thing as her and pretend to be a chim coach, so that way I could, <laughs> I could hang out with all those. Uh, You'd be Mister Man from the scary movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. That She's like <laughs> the balls fall out. <laughs> oh um, man, I miss those movies. I I miss when they were like still funny and not I guess, just 
like when it was like obviously parody, but plot was there yeah. as opposed to like the, the like later the ones. Meet the Spartans and that kind yeah. of like high school epic movie, movie yeah. epic movie, whatever the hell they were. Um, geez, what would I? I think I'd go back for just a a reset on life. <laughs> Start back over. Yeah. I mean, Lord knows I could use one of those. Yeah. Maybe I, I would vision both of us, and you becoming a gym coach, <laughs> and maybe and me becoming the the girl that you. That, that you ogle. Wait a minute. <laughs> What's that? Wait. What? what? Um, uh, anyway. Anyway, this is when we get our uh, our, our quote of the episode. Uh, when uh, she's ready to race. I'm a bullet. I'm a missile. I'm a rocket to the moon. I'm taking a drink of my very warm beer. Take now. a drink. And this is, I guess, something that they get psyched up to say on the team. Because not just uh, Chris says it. Nikki says it too later on. I, I think that the amulet is... That's like when you envision yourself doing something like the racing. It's it's like embedded in the emulet, because there's no way that she would that Nikki would just randomly say that either. Oh, so I you, think the, so maybe this is like Chris's mom said it too. I think that's exactly what it is. Do you think Chris's mom made the emulet? Where do you think it came from? I don't know. That's I kept on waiting to like have it be like because it kind of looks cheap. Oh, it it, <laughs> it is definitely. Like it's, someone was just re- like going through something in in. Uh, it's like looks like some old lady's like brooch. Like it should be on like someone's like I don't know. It looks like it should be on a keychain, <laughs> like your car keys. Like you're an older lady and you have this on your car keys. Because you ever seen those keychains that blind people sell? <laughs> is that one of them? It might be. Yeah. It looks like it. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, it's depressing. Never mind. Yeah. Th- okay. What's not? <laughs> let's this, not go down this, that road. This podcast is already depressing enough. Uh. But yeah, she says, I'm a bullet, I'm a missile, I'm a rocket to the moon, and she wins. Uh, and now uh, Chris is starting to realize that this amulet's got some power. Yeah. I, I, uh, to go back one second, I liked when when she like gave her the amulet, the, the coach, it made a noise that it sounded like like a Zelda game when you get a new like do 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 Yeah, it was like, like, and you hold it up like to the screen being like, you've just gotten the... Whatever. The producers are like, hmm, we need something that sounds magical. What's not cliche? Yeah. No, 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 no. What is cliche? Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. We need more cliche here. Uh, yeah. Bullet rock missile. Rocket. And we cut to uh, a, a class. Don't oh. forget about the teacher. Oh, my God. This is a... This, this is a, class is... Uh, he's lost control of this classroom long, <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> he's checked out. Oh, yeah. Or they just have completely dominated him. Do you remember? Wait, what he's class got, was this? It's like history because he's got the like um, the Constitution or the article of the Revolution in the background. I'm surprised it wasn't a. And he's talking about the Civil War. Uh huh. Because that's what the whole cotton thing is. Oh, that's right. That's right. And she's in the back, just like again, I think staring the, at her. <laughs> well, she's staring. She's got. She's always she's got dangling. The, yeah, that's what that was. My drinking game rules. Every time you see a dangling, take a drink. Yep. Um, but she's also talking to him, like, again, it's one of those conversations that would have happened right after the race, but like, it's happening suddenly hours, it's, it's hours later. Day. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. And you know, everyone else in the class is talking, but the teacher of course sig- signals that, um, sig- sig- signals her out, singles her out. Singles her out. That's the word. <laughs> we funny. We both, it's the heat, baby. We're losing our brains. Um, yeah. They single her out. No, what's what's let's, let's say signals are out. They signal her. And uh, they're trying to figure out what crop was the most prevalent during the Civil War. And he says, it's cotton. Uh, and as he's... Well, start- yeah, because he's all mad at her. It's like and it's so, obvious. And she gets mad and she starts dangling and staring. And, and now she's starting to... 
She's realized. putting it together. She knows she's got the power. Yeah. Um, and so she, he basically starts coughing. He's like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> he's cotton coughing. Yeah, he's coughing cotton. To the coffin. Yeah. And uh, huge right cotton balls, like, I don't know, I want to say like bigger than a softball, are yeah. coming out of his mouth. Yep. They're, it's like someone just ripped apart like a fucking mattress. And but stuff it looks there. silly because they're so big. Like, it, it they could have just. How do you think they did it prop wise? <laughs> they got the cheapest, easiest thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they did it. They're like, hmm, how can we save a couple bucks? Well, because it looks like it was still coming out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he probably... Oh, oh, you mean, like, how did they do the special effects? Yeah. It's probably, like, the sleight of hand. It was inside of a rubber thumb. Or you know, like, when, like sideways. They want to do that thing where it's, like... The silks come out of the yeah. mouth, except it's cotton. Yeah. Or the guy's, like, a carny. <laughs> They're like, we hired a real carny dude to yeah. be in this episode. And it paid off, people. Yeah. He got into a car with, like, 20 other people inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> um. So, now that she knows the ambulance magic... Uh, she's, uh, pretty much is now taking the opportunity to use the, uh, amulet against, uh, Nikki. So they go to the women's, not locker room, but the gymnasium and you see, uh, Nikki is on the treadmill. So starts, uh, Chris starts staring at the amulet and then Nikki's running on the treadmill and then gets out of control. So I thought this was a dream sequence. Okay, I thought that the, the cotton sequence was a dream sequence, but every single thing that happens takes place is real. So Springwood's fucked up. Yeah. To say the least. She's uh, lifting the weights with the amulet dangling from the bar. <laughs> uh, the way that people lift weights in this episode is dr- very disturbing to me. Everyone's locking their elbows and like... <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you're, you work out all the time, so you uh, you were like... This, I was actually thinking about you. I'm like, he's going to be... I was like grimacing. I was like, "Oh God, this looks painful." And this is this is an old school treadmill. This is one of the ones where you control the pace. <laughs> and also, she could have just let go. She could have let go, but she was saying the the thing. She was saying, "I'm a bullet. I'm a rocket. I'm a I'm a player. I'm a player. <laughs> Amadeus. Amadeus." Um, I I actually burnt. I I hurt myself really bad on the treadmill once. How how so? So my, my best friend had one, and I was down staying with him in New York, and we see this thing where, like, we turn it on, like, full blast, and you try and just, like... Run. You try and just jump on it and run. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, we had it, like, really close to the the wall behind it. So, like, I, of course, you know, it instantly fell down, smashed against the wall, but was still close enough for the bottom part of the treadmill. To give you, like, a rug burn? I, I, the, I still have a scar to this day from it. It rubs you raw. It literally raw. Like, like I swear I've seen, like, muscle. Like, I remember... Jesus. It, yeah, it's still... There's... You, you can't see it right now. <clears throat> but the skin is completely rough. It looked cool, though, eventually. Hell yeah. Um, well, that's the whole problem with the treadmill in the first place, is that to get off a treadmill, you just step off it. Yeah. You just put your... You, they, they put your hand on the, on the side rails, <laughs> and then you put Which your are feet. both there. Hands are already yeah. there. No, she doesn't let go. No, no, she doesn't. Um, I wrote here badass music, but all the music was the same. So the the best music, of course, was the hallway scene. Yeah, there Dude. was also some. Dude. Yeah, it was like someone was like made a knockoff, uh, moving in stereo kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, not a bad song to go out on today. Oh yeah, that that that's gonna be a shout out to the Big Sif though. Hey, what up? He likes to listen to that song when he's in a certain state, which I can't say. I don't incriminate him. It's legal. Is it? 
Yeah, whippets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just when, when we lived together years ago. The big snip his... loves whippets. He used to. We don't. I don't. We don't know. He might still. We're not airing his dirty laundry, but yeah, we kind of are. Um, but yeah, I uh, I was hoping for a great uh, treadmill death. Like but that doesn't happen. Into it, but no. We need to ha- make sure that Nikki and Chris have one last one-on-one race, which is what happens. Uh, they, she wait. So no, does she? So she loses the crystal. Well, she, yeah. So she shows up uh, for the race all distraught. She's like, "I lost it." I'm but like, they don't show how. I'm like, girl, you've had this on your hand the entire time. Like when you blast your bean at night, you're, <laughs> you're or when you're getting blasted by David. I'm sure that thing's probably wrapped around his balls. That's where. <laughs> that's why it should have been. Cue the cue the sound effect. Yeah, <laughs> every time it hits your bean, it just fucking. Um, <laughs> but then the, this part actually made me laugh really hard. I don't know if you recall this. Um, it's a very small detail, but uh, they uh, so she she goes up to him and it's like I lost it, and he's like, no, but the magic was always inside of you, you know, like kind of thing. Yeah, do it for yourself because you're a winner. And the hand she like she gets almost like a. I, I don't know how to explain it. She's like, she's like, did you, do you remember that part? Yeah, she's kind of like, you're the man, kind of like yeah. points at him a little bit. And like almost gives like a, like a raised fist, like, <laughs> like power. Yeah, that. power to the people. Yeah. I laughed so hard at that every time I watched this episode. <laughs> um, oh, man. I thought for a second that uh, he took it. Oh, the amulet? Yeah, because he like. He, no, it just mysteriously disappears in the episode. No, because she uh, Nikki takes it. No, no, no. Yeah, well, at this point, it disappears. Okay, but before that, they had like the bedroom talk where, he, or the the time when she's like, like I I'm making these things happen. You don't understand. Like I envisioned all this. This is a thing, and he's like, I, uh, no, you're. This is just you. Like you don't. Nobody believes anybody. No. Um, and then yeah, and then uh, then we have this great finale race. I, I wrote. Where you run across the finish line, and somehow wrote, the ribbon is... After the hand signal thing, like I'm like, oh, this girl's definitely going to become a lesbian. Like She definitely is just not realized it yet. The haircut, the body frame. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So your sexual orientation has to do with your body frame? I think so. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that because I'm going to get a million emails okay. saying they're going to hate me. Please for It's them. not true at all. <laughs> Please it for just, them It's just she looked like... She, she looks like someone that... She looks like someone I know. Okay. I can't go into further details about it, but... Hey, bud. Hey, hey, bud. And this is a beautiful scene. This... And it confused me, <laughs> and I would was dying. I could not wait for you and I to get in the studio and talk about this scene. This is... So I, I watched, like, four episodes of Freddy's Nightmares before I chose this one, and one of the reasons why I chose this one was because of some of the scenes are very graphic. Like, we already had the fat chef dude cut his fingers off and scream, and there's blood, uh, which is great. That would have been enough. Yeah. But now we get a second little Well, this is scene. early in the... This is the third episode, so they, they clearly had a, a, a much larger budget than... Uh, uh, yeah, later I t- on. So I told you there's a uh, four hour documentary that's on the Shutter streaming horror uh, service, and I watched a four hour documentary all about for, uh, like Freddy Krueger. And one of the things I said about Freddy's nightmares is yes, they were hemorrhaging money and they go downhill like extremely fast. And this is one I think uh, was yeah still finding their tone, but uh, we have this race, and uh, it looks like Chris is winning the race. In fact, she does win the race. Except the ribbon that you run through 
Yeah, so, yeah. we is not waist high. It's neck high. Okay. This this whole scene, this whole part confused the shit out of me. What about it? It looks like... It looks like... Um, Chris runs across the finish line. It looks like her head gets taken off. It is. It does. But then... It doesn't really. It doesn't really. They just say she fell. Yes. So in and her, we get a great slow motion. Chris. Well, we get a multiple Chris. 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 Like it happens like five times. And I swear, like the first cut of it, it's not near her neck at all. It's like near her belly. That's what's so fucking weird about it. It's a shit. Like it, if she's being decapitated, she be, should be cut in half at the waist. I feel like they. I, I feel like they initially they were like we're gonna cut her in half, but they're like no, that's too expensive. But we can have her just walk with her head fucking pointing down, yeah, looking like her head's gotten lopped off. Well, it looks like there's like strawberry jelly like running down. Oh, it, it is the worst corn. It's like the most obvious corn syrup of all time. It, it makes corn syrup look like jelly, <laughs> like you said. It makes corn syrup I actually look was like, like jelly. I hadn't eaten breakfast yet, and I was like, I'll have some of that. I'll have some of that in my waffles. So, yeah, it appears that she loses her head, and then we find out that she actually just, what, broke her neck. But they don't say how she broke her neck. She broke her neck by having her head come off of her body. <laughs> Technically, that's breaking your neck, right? I can't argue with that logic. That's the, I wrote that down. I, during this episode in my notes, I think I wrote the most, wait, comma, what? And, oh, yeah. And then followed up with the thought. I literally have, like, like eight or nine of them where I'm just like, what? What? I have a lot of LOL WTFs. Yeah. I got a lot of those. Um, so if Nikki is the one who's took the jewel, that means that Nikki wished for Chris to be decapitated, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So that's why pretty, would, like, why not just be like, pull a hamstring, I'll win the race, I'll go to the finals. Yeah, but also the thing is, it seems like she doesn't even really want the award very much it seems like she's just doing it to get to what's his name not jay david david yeah so why didn't she just use the magical amulet to get to david yeah well i mean she got she's got to uh that's the problem with introducing a magical element and not following through with it yeah or just not defining its its range of powers as well too there's no rules no rules one thing about the Springwood is there's no rules bitch oh i thought you're gonna say there's no rules just right like outback oh Bitch. <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> Me either. We should go. I mean, we can't. Oh, yeah. COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get our second Freddy scene here. Um, and he says, instead of the, he goes, the kill of victory and the agony of dead meat. And I was like, actually, for Freddy, that was a, those that puns. Was, that was, again, third, the, third the, episode. The height of his game. Is that, uh, is that the one where he's poking his head up? Over the grave? Yeah. Stun no, that, that's that the end. To, that happens a little bit later. I That one made me laugh so hard. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, so as with most of the uh, Freddy's Nightmare stuff, uh, the whole first story was all about Chris, and now we're shifting it over to Nikki. Nikki, it? yeah. She's the new protagonist. This is, it's always like the, the yin and the yang. Like, it's the first one is the one person, and then whoever fucks them over is, the, you know, getting their, their comeuppance, kind of. Well, yeah, because remember, well, we did the episode called Do You Know Where You're kids are at or something like that and that one has the same protagonist for the first half and the second half yeah so no well that uh, that was a later one though no yeah it is this is back when the rules are still the same so and then the one with the um 
the first one we did with Rick the Rake. Oh, yeah. And the second one is the guy who's... The Silence thing. is Golden. Yeah, Silence is Golden. That one was a little more of a stretch. <laughs> was it? Was it? Because of the mime? Yeah. I guess. Not, not like a good mime killer. Not a bank robber, I mean. <sighs> Go back and watch that episode, everyone. It's That one's... That's literally... Um, Gonzo. Gonzo, and it, it's... Um, it created a lot of lore and, and <laughs> stuff for this podcast, so... Yes, the good old days. Hey, oh, I, I want to give a shout-out to a friend of mine who just started listening to it. Oh, uh, um, who was that? This is uh, John O. Hey, what's up, John O? Orsi. What's up, Orsi? That's his last name. John Orsi? Yeah, oh, I shouldn't... Oh, yeah, that's fine. Whatever, we'll call him J.O. J.O., uh, just want to give you a shout-out. You sent me some nice text the other day about how much you like this the, the show. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. All right, so let's get into part two here. Part two. Part two starts out, and we got David sleeping. Well, so it, it, they do a thing with the editing that makes it seem like the entire first part that we've just watched is happening on a television set while David's asleep. Yeah. And this is where it has the multiple... Um, he goes, no, 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 or whatever the hell it is over and over again. Yeah. It's like, Chris, yeah, Chris, they do. Chris. And they make it seem like it's like a stuttering They television. play it like three times, the same scene, basically. And th- they're like, we was... got to eat up some more time. That's exactly what I bet you they finished. They're like, it's not at 42 minutes. We need this. We need this right now. Um, but then we get some, this might be a dream sequence. Well, what, where he sees dead Chris. And she looks like a zombie. Ghost kissing and fucking. It looks like ghost fucking, right? No, they absolutely are fucking. She's she's riding. No him. one sits on top of you and rides you rides you like that. God, unless co- oh, I have problems with the way with her zombie makeup because sometimes she has holes in her cheeks and like she's decomposing, and then other times she just looks pale. Well, she just fell. Maybe she they were shot get- out of order. I think I absolutely think that's what happened. That would have been sick, dude. Like have her just first look a little like discolored, and then by the end she's like a corpse. Yeah, that would have been fucking no, absolutely. I, I, the, I mean, this the whole thing felt like it was shot out of sequence. <laughs> like they they're like, okay, we're just gonna have her fall and you know break your neck, but then they they had this but we one, got this footage. They, of they a spent head all the money on the <laughs> strawberry jelly. The strawberry jelly. <laughs> You spent twenty five dollars in strawberry jelly. Our that's budget, our whole budget. Yeah, our budget's four hundred dollars. Um, but yeah, uh, it, so she comes and she's like, "Get, get even with her." Basically, yeah. She tells her all about what happened, and then we have a fantastic scene. Well, just again to go back, uh, she's like, "She didn't play fair," and I'm like, "Neither were you." Yeah, you, you were, were using, cheating. You were cheating too with magic. Yeah, and your mom was a cheater. <laughs> Probably where your dad left you or didn't want to claim you. Where is? Oh, wait. we don't know about dad. <laughs> well, she they have that one coach. scene. We didn't talk about that, but there's the one scene where the uh, the kids. The it's my theory. The coach. Um, there's that one scene <laughs> at the very beginning when uh, Nikki goes up to Chris and is like, "So I heard that you're." The reason your mom quit uh, competing was because she got pregnant with you. <laughs> Fucking loser. Yeah. Dad was like... Th- I know, and that's supposed to be a sick burn. Yeah. It actually is. It's pretty... Yeah. As far, yeah, as far as she's concerned. She's like, wow, my... Actually, not really. She's like, oh, my mom decided to raise a child? What a burn. Well, I mean... And then died. Because of it. <laughs> <laughs> she wished for death. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, am I getting pregnant or what? Oh, my God. Um... Can we talk about the the? Didn't she win the race too? 
technically? Yeah. She did. But she's like, oh, she cheated to win. I'm like... No, she won. You no, lost. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, she used the magic amulet and still lost. It, it, but she just wanted to kill <laughs> Chris. Chris. Yeah. Could I, it just been, like I said, could it just been like, uh, you just tripped over your, you know, trip and fall at the end, the classic, like, I'm gonna, that's what I kept on thinking was gonna happen, was like, she Or got, have her choke on a head cheese sandwich or something, <laughs> like, she doesn't need to be on the track. A head cheese and fingers sandwich. Oh and, my god. Uh, and cotton, uh, <laughs> on top. It's all fake. Um, I wanna talk about the funeral. Yeah. I wanna talk about the guy who's speaking at the funeral, specifically. I... This guy, okay, yeah, keep going. I want to hear your thoughts before I say anything. So he's a holy, he's, I don't, not holy man, but he's, he's a undertaker or he's a priest or whatever. A you priest, He's a priest. Yeah. And he's saying things like, Chris always loved running. She was always trying to be the first and now she's the first to ra- win the race to heaven or some yeah. shit like that. Now she's racing her way to heaven or whatever. Well, as he's giving this sermon, people start throwing the roses on the, the, the grave and then walking away <laughs> mid-service and he's giving his all i think he's my favorite character in the entire episode he's the most committed that's for sure yeah, like he 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 is going for it uh and then they have kind of like well, well we see uh nikki's there yeah and and she's like saying like david's like why the fuck are you here yeah david's, david's fucking... got suspicions about what's going on but i don't think he knows that she had something to do with it i think he just didn't like her, right? And also, he's been told by her the ghost to be like, "Oh yeah, you know, he's listening to the ghost of Chris." Um, what do you think, Chris? Is that just for for Christy, probably? Christina? Christine? I don't know, probably something like Christine that. Aguilera. <laughs> yeah. Ding. Um. Well, uh, we get a little Freddy bit here. This is the one that where well, he has the, his the head priest, on the like, grave. Freaks out for a second. Remember? Yeah, he does. He gets all worked up. And like they have like a the the kind of hallucination when he like leans down and is like you fucking kill her blah 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 and then it cuts back to him being so like, it's her guilt getting yes. to her yes uh, and then we get, we did we get a nice little um, Freddy thing where it it ain't over until the fat lady dies <laughs> he always like has like a questioning aspect to it like he yeah. doesn't know what he's saying either yeah he goes home and he, robert he, england is is too busy like making these up on the spot so yeah. it's like does this I, work I picture freddie going home and like just like putting his, taking his hat off and God, being like i didn't get to, i don't know if i did it right today i didn't get to sleep until like two o'clock last yeah. night trying to come up with these um but it's also strange because he goes it's not over until the fat lady dies and i'm like well chris wasn't fat yeah <laughs> at all this is there's just, nobody fat in this episode besides just, the cook they just pick they just pick like a random like classic slogan and they're like how do we just turn like one word into something that's like mildly morbid yeah but that's what was so great about the kill of victory and the agony of dead meat because that was actually witty this one doesn't make any goddamn sense you're dripping over there bud i'm <sighs> dripping over here it's a little warm in here um so, so then we cut to the, um, David being led into the women's locker room. Cock in the hen house. Woo woo. <laughs> Is that a thing? That's a term. I, I mean, a wolf in the hen house? Cock in the hen house. A cock in the hen house? Yeah. Cock is a, 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 a term for a rooster. I know that. I've just I've never heard this. I didn't grow up on a farm like you did. Oh, well, you missed out. I, I was a cock in the hen house once. How so? I went to sorority. No, I went my my friend Cat. Uh, she had like 
I'm not I'm like 12 of her girlfriends over, and she was my my drug dealer. Yes, <laughs> I don't want it. Hey, mom. <laughs> hey, mom. Uh, and I went over there, and I was a, a, a chef at the time, and uh, I ended up making all these girls these like mac and cheeses and, and meats. And so I, they're eating out of the palm of your hand, huh? I, I remember like literally like like I was like 20, 21 years old, and just being like, "I'm the man." Did I hook up with any of them? No. <laughs> Did I want to? Yes. Did I try to? No. <laughs> I didn't, you didn't up... even try. Uh, I mean, I hooked up with one later, but it was been awkward. Oh like, yeah. Take one off. To the oh. take off one of the hens and give him the cock. So he's in the locker room just to collect the picture of Chris's mom. No, he's cleaning out her locker. Yeah, but that's all that's in there is a photo. Well, no, the, in, in, doesn't the coach take the photo? Oh yeah. So then she's like, "This is what I've been <laughs> blasting totally off. To. This is what I've been blasting the bean to." Yeah, you gotta know. go spank the skunk guts. Do they ever tell like how old she was when she died? The mom? Yeah. I mean, I would assume she was still in high school, right? The mom when she died. Oh, do you think she got knocked up early, and that's why? Uh, I don't know. That's mm. what I mean. That's the experimental time. So that's why you know, coach and her were were hooking up. She probably got drunk at a party, hooked up with you know, the, the Johnny, Johnny Six Pack, <laughs> which is the name of the fat dude who cuts the cheese. Imagine if that, <laughs> imagine if that was her actual biological father. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, Dad." <laughs> he doesn't know he's hitting on his daughter. Oh no, their genetic matchup wouldn't wouldn't be right. They look practically identical. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell them apart. I was pulling my fake glasses off. <laughs> um, so I got uh, my next note is for the karate class. Oh, yeah. The karate class is where we got both Jay and David are in the same class together. Oh, wait. We, the, one thing we missed was that um, Nikki talks to David. Uh-huh. And it's like, can you please just come over and talk? Because we're like the last two kids left alive oh, yeah, she from, says it's the only way two... back in the day. So, so that so implies they, that, that all the other kids have had their parents have moved to this town where kids are just disappearing a whole grade, of, like like everyone else there is like, oh, we just moved here from someone else, which kind of explains why Nikki's parents are so checked out. Because yeah. if oh you, my god, Nikki's parents, they're so checked out, and you'd think, yeah, if wait, so that means they're also responsible for the murder of Freddy Krueger. Yes. Okay. If we're going by what the classic, um... but instead of Freddy coming back for her, he allows her to have a magical amulet. Yeah. This is so fucked up as far as like the timeline of the uh, rest of. So Nightmare on Elm Street. No, th- th- I'd be really curious to see. I, I love Freddy's. I mean, they're terrible, but um, hey, bud, hey, bud. This was a. Uh, this one was great. I wrote. I also wrote. I have one note that just says uh, pre Kelly Kapowski. That's what Nikki was like a '80s version of Kelly Kapowski. Oh yeah, she was a bit. And her, and her hair. I don't know if you noticed the episode. It uh, gets more and more '80s. Teased. As... Everybody's hair is gigantic. It's like a yeah. fucking wall. I noticed that at the funeral. I was like, everybody at the funeral. I was like, took hours to fucking tease their hair up. Um. So just real quick, the uh, the karate class. Uh, is that before the dinner? With the dinner when the mayor's. The mayor's. Oh wife. God, the dinner. Okay, yeah. So this is before that. Okay. Um, this is before that. So at the karate class, uh, David. Well, no, this is the this is the dream sequence. Oh, this is a dream. This is the dream. Take a drink. And it's a dream from Dumb and Dumber. This is why where someone I, gets punched through the chest. This is why I thought um, they were like training for the Olympics because they're wearing Team USA karate uniforms. 
Okay. And he he's first getting his ass kicked. I think it's just Springwood USA. I don't think any of these people have anything to do with the Olympics. Mm. I don't think anyone's scouting Springwood. <laughs> Springwood. Well, I mean, if you can survive oh, in Springwood. By the way, I, um, after watching this episode, we come to find out that Springwood's uh, mascot is the Bulldog. Yeah, the Bulldog. Bitch. <laughs> it's definitely a well, female. <laughs> That's a dog term for a bit. For a bit. A hey, is, we're not we're not sexist. We're yeah. just uh, speciesist. Shout out to all the bitches out there. Yo, dogs, of course. Yeah. So she sees uh, David and Jay fighting, and David finally gets the better side of Jay, and like breaks his arm basically, and stabs. You no, know, he punches through him, and like is holding well, his. Guts. He like gives him this arm lock, looks at her, and is like, "You, you killed my, my girlfriend. I'm gonna I kill f- your boyfriend." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, straight through the body. That's only fair. Yeah. It, it, that's court of <laughs> law. I guess he got acquitted. Well, you got a magical amulet in the mix. Mm-hmm. You got to watch out. Um, but then, so she's starting to get distraught. Yeah. And then Jay comes in. Jay's hella smooth. <laughs> Jay. He's like, what does he say? Uh, she's like, hey, I don't want to make out. And she's like, I just want to sit here. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can get down with that. And I was like, really? <laughs> so you'd rather not do anything? She's like, have you ever seen things? He's like, yeah, I see stuff all the time. Yeah, I see beautiful <laughs> things right in front of me. That's like when she said, "Have you ever seen things?" It reminds me of like one of the, like, the first times you do like a hallucination, like a hallucinated drug. Like you're like, "Is that? Are you guys feeling anything?" You know, like when you put that, like when you're kind of getting the anxiety come up when you're like, uh-huh. you don't want to come off being like, <gasps> "I'm fucked up." You're just like starting to roll. Yeah, you're starting. You're like, "You guys feeling anything yet?" Uh-huh. And then your buddy's like, "Dude, I'm feeling it right now." Hell yeah. And then he tries to make out with you. <laughs> the most awkward kissing Wait, in that scene. No. Dude. The, oh, yeah. The, their kissing is disgusting. It's like looks like they're just kind of like mashing their faces into did, each other. Do you see when he like tries to kiss like he kisses like the, like the above, bottom of her chin? The bottom of her chin. Ugh. Obviously known as the most sensual part of a woman. The erogenous zone of under your fucking neck. Yeah. And the, and even, like, it must have been, like, kind of improv- improvised. Of course it was. Because, like, she's, like, uh. <laughs> she has a slight thing being, like, oh, oh, okay. Don't touch me there. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the parents. This hey. is. Hey, what? Mom. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Hey, guys. What's up? Um, so Nikki goes home, and her mom and dad are having a meal with. A woman who they say is the wife of the mayor. Yeah. And she is giving Nikki a good word to get into college, even though she seems to be a track star and should have a fair. Yeah, she's like, a, she's training for the finals. Yeah. And if you're. She must be a right. shitty fucking student. <laughs> even then, like, you know, athletes are notoriously allowed to get like. Yeah, you get you can skate. Yeah. Yeah. You get a free pass. And they're, they seem to be pretty well off. If you're having the mayor's wife come over, like. Yeah, also the mayor's not there. The mayor's not he's, there. He's too busy. He's got some uh, girlfriends he's got to take out to dinner yeah, other places. It's Quimby. It's like, I uh, uh, yeah. don't know. What, oh, that's a drink. Take a drink. What's the what's his um like his like uh, crest thing? What's it say? It's like Corruptus Maximus. Oh, God. Something. It's like the, uh, the Latin. Yeah. Mayor Joe Quimby. What's his, what's his nickname? Oh, what is it? Diamond. Diamond Joe Quimby? Yeah. Oh, man. I love that. Oh, for those of you uh, playing that home drinking game, if you now hear a siren, oh no, it's gone. It's, it's, oh, it's right outside the studio. Right outside the studio. Yeah. It says, you "Guys, got coming with us." And John is getting taken away. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, I'll miss you. Oh, but he's so sweaty, he slipped out of the handcuffs. Wink. Anyway, 
while they're hanging out at the dinner table, uh, they see Chris. Chris's dead body is toasting, like making like cheers. Here you go. And this is she doesn't have any decomposition at this point. Yeah. So I feel like this probably was shot first. They have a maid, by the way, too. They have a maid who's old as hell. So I'm like, how are you like having to pull strings to get into college? Yeah, you got money. She probably got like a fucking DWI or something in like she, sophomore year. Or school. she really is a horrible student. Yeah. Uh, and then she's wait. So she, the so she freaks out. She freaks out. Why is she here? Yeah, we see the maid. She runs up to her room. The maid has a electric butcher knife. Yep. Oh yeah, which is actually pretty scary. That was that was probably the, like the only scary part of the whole episode. The, you know what scared me more was watching the dude almost cut his fingers off because like you kept thinking it was going to happen well, and then it didn't. It's, it's also for you and I who've used those before. It's it's like we know that feeling of being like, at least like we had those gloves that you quote unquote couldn't get cut with. Mm-hmm. But I've worked at restaurants where people have cut themselves really good, so that you and I were getting anxiety because we've used those things before. Yeah. Plus, I think the the just the way they oh, shoot I just it. <laughs> the way they shoot it like it, it's the little bit of tension build up and and then it's like you know it's gonna happen but it's one of those things where like when is it gonna happen it's like pulling a it's like pulling a tooth remember doing that oh god I hated that yeah what was the most creative way you ever pulled one uh I remember ordering Jesus Christ the sounds here today it's got, so warm it sounds like we're in a jungle I'm having auditory hallucinations um I think I was trying to open up like a gumball toy like you remember how they came in those little eggs yeah and I was trying to open one and uh I pulled out my loose tooth and then the one next to it that wasn't loose at all <laughs> just came out <laughs> yeah I was like oh god probably eating too much candy here I remember losing a baby tooth with um just like a piece of like like you know like the like dinner bread that you put the butter on at your house or at a restaurant? Uh, it was at a restaurant. Okay, they're okay. Now and I know what you're talking I remember uh, telling, like, I was so excited. I was, like, six or seven and, like, telling the the waiter. It was, like, I swear it was, like, it's it was, at like, a local version of, like, an olive garden <laughs> called Fratello's. When you're there, your family? Yeah. And, and you're telling your new family member, the waiter, about losing a tooth? Yeah, no, like, it, like I literally, like, was, I bit, I bit into, like, the bread and, and it, like, you know, like, they have, like, the tougher skin, like, a nice bread, uh-huh. like, a nice... They're like, so how is the soft bread sticks? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm not getting tipped. No, but I was like, no, this is so awesome, I just lost a tooth. You know what pissed me off? This is, I have not thought about this in, like, fucking 25 years. You know, like, the third person lose a tooth that night? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, hey, nothing special, kid. That guy over there lost four. Uh, no... I got really mad that night because we never got to go out to eat, but we went out to the, um, our neighbors who were a cop, and I can't remember what she did, but... Pig. Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. All cops are bastards. Yeah. We don't like cops. Um, except for him. Lauren Ackerman is a good guy. Hey, bud. Uh, but I remember my parents were like, you can order whatever you want because we're splitting this between the two families. And I was like, I want mozzarella sticks. You know how much I love mozzarella sticks. Uh-huh. And then the wife of the other people we were out with was like, no. I the wife of the mayor? The, w- <laughs> the wife of the cop. Oh, okay. Was like, you can't do that because um, a couple of months ago I went out to eat and had to give the Heimlich maneuver to some kid because he was choking on mozzarella sticks. That's and fucking And she's bullshit. like, I can't watch any, any of, anyone eat them. And I was seething. I just lost a tooth, super happy, about to eat some mozzarella sticks. Got told I can't because of this lady. I'll tell you right now, mozzarella sticks, top tier appetizer, man. That's up. That's top three, dude. That that is my top. That's my number one. You know what's close? What potato skins? 
Potato skins are great. Those are also up there. But I feel like both those things, it's like they're hard to get. Where do you get your hands on them? You got to go to like a TGI Friday. You, you come to the East Coast with me, baby? We got them all over the place. <laughs> wow. every, every restaurant you go to, you get some Mott sticks. Yeah, just hopefully you don't have some cop's wife fucking taking them out of your mouth. Oh, I, I was literally like one of those things. Like I, I, I'm Ever not, since then, I've been like, fuck the police. I, I'm not an angry person anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you look pretty pissed. <laughs> well, I'm channeling, I'm channeling like seven-year-old Tommy. Uh-huh. But the back then I was I was a kind of a little angry kid, kind of. Yes, <laughs> I mean you take mozzarella sticks away from me. When I die in a couple of years, like I've always said, there's going to be mozzarella stick just lodged right in my heart. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> She's eating a mozzarella stick. She's instead like, of throwing, I got over it. I just wanted you to know, but you passed away. Instead of throwing roses on your casket, we'll throw mozzarella sticks on them. Marinero. <laughs> you got to have the the marinara. That's a deal breaker. You can't eat it without that. I've ordered food online from websites before, and they're like, do you want marinara or ranch? And I'm like, I want to go punch a size your face. You think that's bad? One time I went to a fucking pizza place, and I ordered wings. You know what they gave me to dip them in? Ketchup. What? I was <laughs> I was even more pissed off. Do you than think me. it was just a, a biff? I think there was some kid there who was trying to get fired, probably. It was a young Johnny. <laughs> All right, enough appetizer talk. That's our other podcast. That's our spinoff. We should do one. Appetizer talk? Yeah. We'll just do like a limited series. Tizer teasers. Tizer teasers. (laughs) Tizer dies. All right. I'm a Tizer dies bitch. Um, Uh, So, okay. So, uh, we got Chris with uh, scaring Nikki with the motorized knife. And there's actually a really cool scene that they do where... Uh, Nikki's looking in the mirror and it's a reflection of her. She bends down to pick something up and then when she looks back in the mirror, it's now uh, Chris. And they do it in a single shot, which is actually pretty damn cool. This I, is, like, just to give credit where credit's due. No, no, this the scene was this whole scene is both good and it's fucking hysterical. It's the, good and dad. great because then dad comes in. And he's like, dad is just sick of her shit. Yeah. Uh, he's like, you, you storm off in front of the mayor's wife. Which, yeah, she's hot shit. And then she's like, you gotta be on drugs. You gotta be on uh, PCP, LSD, or steroids. Yeah. Uh, And he calls, he's like, that's what you, all you jocks are on now. Anyways, right? So he's not encouraging her to do any sports. He's like mocking her openly. And the most ludicrous thing that he says to her is like, the mom comes there, he's like, what's wrong with our daughter? He's like, yeah, you might as well call her a son because that's what happens when you take these steroids. <laughs> yeah, like she's going to what? Grow testicles? She's going to grow a dick. She's going to have a dick and balls. That's what happens when you take steroids. You get a huge monster hog. Yeah. Isn't it like the opposite? Like you fucking, everything like shrinks. I know it, with, I on the was... male side, that if you take steroids, your fucking testicles like shrink like crazy. I thought it made your, str- your testicles grow, which nope. made your penis look smaller. No, no, no. It, it shrinks your testes. That'd be a good thing, right? Because a lot of athletes have gotten caught with not like, small balls. <laughs> small balls, yeah. <laughs> they, go, they, they go in that day, they're like, oh, we're doing testing. Let me see your balls. Too small, sorry. No, they've always been this small. <laughs> Everyone in the locker room's like, oh, sorry, bud. Better get that amulet and wish we, for bigger we, balls. We know someone. With small balls? Oh, no, we, no, we know we, someone with big balls. With giant balls. <laughs> Friend of the podcast. No, don't, don't, don't. With don't, no name. Don't, don't say. All right. Uh, but he always talks about, he's like, it's the exact opposite. I wish it was. Like, I'd rather... We gotta give him some um, steroids for uh, his next uh, gift-giving holiday. So so it looks better? Because <laughs> he's like... For it, us? Yeah. Put it on a t-shirt? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so... by so, then, Yeah, he says, by then she might as well be our son. 
Yeah. So mom doesn't seem to give a shit about Nikki being on drugs. And then she has another vision of Nikki. I'm sorry, Nikki's another vision of Chris. And yeah. she has uh this this scene I think I feel like was edited weirdly because she wakes up in her bed, sees Chris, mm-hmm. and does this awkward scream and then instantly lays back down on her pillow and closes her eyes. And I feel like they were like all right, do another take real quick. Do like 10. And they still and recorded that part was of it. The, that was the one that they left on. So they're like, on. fuck it. We got one cut, yeah. one take, and that's it. Well, <laughs> also, hold on. I love when dad, uh, dad's uh, saying about all the sacrifices that they've made to get uh, her things. He's do you like, think that was um, reference to them killing Freddy? Oh, of what all the work there was? The sacrifice. They sacrificed their, you know. Yeah, but they don't say that. They say like, uh, what is it? Uh, what is this? He says their name's on the trophies, but he says something like all those blown out knees. The blown and, out knees, yeah. And like the, the coaching and like all this stuff. So it's like, yeah, they don't acknowledge anything about the fact that they murdered Freddie. And she she's like, like you guys have made me do all this to like sacrifice my long-term health. And, you know, and now you're like wanting me not to do what you, I've, I've been doing that you guys wanted me to do. And then... uh I would definitely be worried as a parent if my daughter was acting like this, though. <laughs> yeah, but also if I was this checked out and all I gave a shit about was the mayor's wife, I also uh, I'm not grounded in reality at all. No. Uh, so this is okay. So I have the cut right here is when they're back in the gym and there's a girl doing bicep curls and she's doing them like this. She's not doing alternating. And she's, oh, she's not going doing... at the same time. No. One is doing, they're just completely independent of each other. Not the same rhythm either, no. too. It's it's actually harder to do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably jacked now. One, one side of her, of her One body. of our arms, yeah. yeah one of them. So uh, like us with our jack-off arms. Well, the, the coach gets all uh, nervous because Nikki's doing the I'm a rocket, I'm a whatever thing on the treadmill, going as fast as she can. And like this is when it's supposed to be like, whoa, I think you've gone a little too far. I think... I, this is a really terrible comment that I wrote down <laughs> last night, and I, I usually delete the the bad ones when uh-huh. I rewatch. But I wrote that she'd be really, probably a great fuck right about now. <laughs> Why? Because she's crazy. Yeah, for like a one off, you know, like if she's she's clearly gonna like you know fucking come to a demise or something like that. You might as well get in there. Yeah, she probably she probably overpower you. She does look pretty jacked, and when they try to give her, uh, speaking of jacked, uh, and then when she tries to go, uh, they give her a ride home, she's like, no, nah, it's cool, I'll just run home. Yeah, and... And it's immediately nighttime. Yeah, and she's getting followed by uh, by Chris, mm-hmm. and she has the brief, classic struggle with the door. I thought it was going to be like that prolonged thing, but they only did it for like a second or two. Yeah. Uh, and then she jumps in bed with her shoes on. <laughs> I, you had problems with this? That's disgusting. <laughs> and, it is, and they were not clean. No, they were just on a treadmill. Yeah. No, and, and they visually, and then they ran home. They visually looked not clean. <laughs> they did that on purpose. Um. So then we get David uh, comes to our window. Our, our conclusion here. Yes, David comes to the window, uh, and then uh, blames her for Chris's death. And yeah, because she thinks she's like, oh, I'm gonna get fucking dick down right now, which is probably what she needs. Because Jay's not. Oh my god. I'll talk about this at the end. Go, 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 go. No, go wait, no, wait, no, wait. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Go, no Something's no. unfolding right here. No, 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 no. Tom's, I, Tom's taking furious amounts of notes. Nope. Uh, Clickety-clack on the keyboard. I'm clacking. <laughs> um, no, no, finish finish it out. Okay, so uh, he he blames her for... Oh, she blames... <laughs> okay, David blames 
Nikki for Chris's death. David Blaine? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then beats the shit out of David with a trophy and then kills David. And then there's that's it. There's no fake wakes. That's the end of the episode. And what do you think, like, the... The moral of the story is? Yeah. I mean, get truly. yourself a Get yourself a, a magic amulet because... Get yourself a magic amulet. Is that from a song? That's Magic Jesus. Or Plastic Jesus. I don't know that one. It's classic. It's in the best movie of all time, Cool and Luke. Paul Newman. Great movie. Yeah. It's what he plays in the banjo when he finds out his mom died. Oh. Oh. Maybe we should go around that. <laughs> Maybe we should eat 70 hard-boiled eggs and kill ourselves. My boy says he can eat that many eggs. He can eat them. Get mad at those eggs. My baby look like a baby buddy bite like a gator. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get that smooth Creole. <laughs> Is that offensive? It is now. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, we're all we're all, we're both from New Orleans. Yes, we are. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, this episode of Freddy's Nightmares. Let's uh, do a little uh, creepy crawler scores. Okay. Creepy crawlers. All right. It's so hot in here. It is. Why Actually, not? I've kind of like grown accustomed to it right now. I'm I not... am delirious. Are you really? <laughs> you just wait till we open up and out to the uh, the lobby. Okay. Um, go for it. Why don't you start us off here? Um, no, I want you to. Okay. <laughs> I almost did it too. Uh, this had uh, star power in it. Yeah, I guess so. We got Lori Petty. I'm not even going to go by the rubric. I thought it was no, no, cool. Let's just do it normal. I liked the gore. I liked that there was blood in this episode. I know that there's some Freddy's Nightmares that have no blood, so it was cool to watch the fat dude get his fingers chopped off and have her head go flying. I would have liked for her head to actually have got cut off, though. It was really upsetting to me to have it. It just seemed like bad weird... editing. Yeah, and but... It would have been such an easy edit to just have her head fly off, right? It did. It, you it, see it fly they off. They did it. They and then it. it's, nope, she just fell. So, one of the things that really upsets me about regular episodes of Freddy's Nightmares is the fake wakes. This has no fake wakes. So, immediately, I like it better than a normal one. It jacks Boosted. the score up a yep. little bit. Yep. Um, did it have some things that made me laugh? Yeah, I loved when the, someone gets all horned up. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so it so definitely had a couple things that made me laugh out loud. The thing with the teacher dying of cotton too. Um, so as far as Freddy's Nightmares goes, uh, this is up there. I think I'm going to give this a eight. An eight? Mm-hmm. It's a good score. Very good score. Um, to hark on some of your points, just to, or just to follow up on some of them. I liked the little, um, bit of magic in this one. Magical realism. Magical realism. And I liked how it was, uh... It was all used in spite. You know, they didn't use the magic to be like, you know what? Why I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Nikki my friend. Yeah. I'm gonna wish this to happen. I'm gonna wish this guy to be, not be yelling at me, not to give me detention, not to tell me about you know, cotton and stuff. <laughs> Instead, it shows. He, that, you know what? That's great. It's like he really did not deserve to die at all. No, he's the he's the he's the he's the victim. The biggest victim in this whole thing. Um, I like how they. I mean, it's it's always like kind of. Uh, annoying but i liked how they got all the exposition out like right in the beginning and then the rest was like the story that we needed to know about did we really need to well you need to know that the mom died she wasn't <laughs> yeah i she guess was an athlete i was um, being a smart ass um also <laughs> i forgot to touch on this when chris is running it is like one of the least athletic runnings i've seen like she, she, when she is sprinting yeah she's got like velociraptor arms like and, and it's not she's not going fast at all they're like 
look at one point when they're like when she does the you it's know, the, camera tricks to make her look like she's moving fast. But the way they look like they're like looking at the clock and looking at it. The whole scene took like thirty seconds, but it, it's supposed to be like eleven second run. Yeah, and she doesn't look healthy. She looks <laughs> sick. She looks yellow. She looks like she has jaundice. Yeah, she definitely has jaundice. She definitely like it's like stepped on a rusty nail or something like that. <laughs> Um, but that being said, I, I really enjoyed how David stuck to his, his loyalty. I kept on thinking that even after she's dead, even after she's dead, I kept on thinking he's going to slip up or she was going to use the, like, like what I thought was going to happen. I thought that she was going to use the, the amulet to make David like her. And he was going to like break the, I thought he was going to try to bring her back. Oh, really? That would have been, I think a lot cooler. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he probably saw her the way she looked, and was like, eh. "He's he's probably he already saw Nikki." He yeah, priorities. True. Um, no, I mean the way she looked when she was dead. But okay, <laughs> that all being said, um, I actually enjoyed this one. Um, we kind of did like a, like we both kind of only started watching it yesterday and today. Um, normally, would I don't... you show this to someone else? Absolutely. All right. So I I think this was one of the best. Uh, Freddy's that we've ever watched, if not the best one. Fist bump. We're bumpy buds, bud. And I think I'm going to go with the exact same score as you. This was an 8 out of 10. This was fun to watch. I agree. Uh, There was no, like, there was no parts where I was just like, fuck, I'd be like... I'll kill her, no filler. Yeah. I, I felt like there would be no parts where, like, you're, you look up at your friend when you're showing it to them, and they'd be, like, on their cell phone. And, and you're, you're like, like, sorry. You're, <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. You got you to watch this part. You got to watch this part. I'll just explain what happened. It's okay. Did you see that? Did you see the yeah. mayor's wife? <laughs> you're, like, pulling the Xbox control up, rewinding, like, no, no, no. I swear I, I liked it. We, we, we can watch it another time. But, no, great, great episode for Freddy's. But, yeah, 8 out of 10. Welcome to the 8 out of 10 club. We should have a name for that. Yeah. Uh, we'll think about it off here. I don't <laughs> want to waste any more airtime in sitting in this fucking hot-ass studio. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we love you all. Make sure that if you find a magical amulet, um, you wish some negative upon your enemies. What the hell was that? It was a... Uh, the- Someone just found a magical, a magical <laughs> amulet and... Wish us forever. It's so device. hot, our, our gear is giving out on us. Um, as always, like we mentioned at the top of the episode, uh, please reach out to us at uh, shortandspooky at gmail.com. And on Twitter, we're at shortandspooky. Please uh, rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. What them? Rate. Do not rate your friends. Rate us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, everyone, please stay safe out there. Uh, we love you moms, dads, Alameda. Freddie. Uh, Freddie. <laughs> Um, bitch all the friends of the podcast that came on uh, again big shout out to Jono thanks for listening in and, and saying that you liked it I miss you bud I wish you could see you but we're quarantined down here so alright it's hot AF let's fucking hit the bricks hit the bricks and hit the B alright later kid bye boy find that devil